Oh. Well, the voice is the voice is definitely shot. I can definitely no. tell you that. <laughs> what is good, everybody? What is up? What is up? What is up? Oh my God! Another week of football. We are back for our NFL Week Six, Week Seven reactions. Welcome to the All Day Everyday Show with All Day AJ and Manny Ruffin. Hope you guys had a splendid weekend. We obviously did. Our Ours football did. teams won. <laughs> <laughs> well, the first time we can say that consecutively. Yeah. Our teams won. Our, both of our teams won. <laughs> uh, the bar tabs were paid for from yesterday's Eagles bet. And, uh, and I was at MetLife for the Giants game. We got a huge show to cover. Plenty of different stories. Top headlines. The Giants winning. Eagles winning on primetime. The brotherly shove continues to be a dominant force in the NFL. And one of the biggest talks around the league, especially in that Dolphins game. What was it? Seven for seven? I mean, it's just fucking ridiculous at this point. Had a controversial call in the Steelers game in the in Steelers-Rams that ended the game. Didn't have any timeouts, so couldn't challenge. Big things, big news to talk there. The Bills get upset by the Patriots. Big news to talk about there. We will start with our teams, with the Eagles and the Giants. Before we get into any of that, if you're watching on YouTube, make sure to drop a like, comment, and do not forget to hit that subscribe button so you are not missing out on any reaction shows and podcasts this NFL season. And for our loyal Apple Podcasts and Spotify listeners, we love you, we appreciate you, we know you're out there. Drop those ratings, they do help us a very, very long way. We're going to start with my new fucking jacket. And somehow a Giants defense that is one of the biggest reasons why they are somehow continuing to stay in football games. The Giants at the Meadowlands yesterday at 1 o'clock. Giants beat the Commanders in a huge divisional matchup, 14-7. to You know, I really got to talk about this defense again because they kept them in the game against the Bills. They were able to do it yesterday against the Commies, a game where Darren Waller's active. <laughs> I know, I shouldn't be saying that, really. <laughs> uh... The a game where Downwell is active. Tyrod Taylor looks like he can lead an offense with zero offensive line help. Can Daniel Jones do that? We still don't know. But, like, right now, Tyrod Taylor is figuring out a way to do this. Um, Storylines, I got to talk about Jonathan Allen saying that seven fucking years, it's all the same. Nothing is different. In the do-rag, in the glasses, in the chain, talking this shit about the, the, the commanders who really just stink. And a game where they should have won. But the only thing I will say about this game, about this Giants team, is why do they always have to do this? Every fucking week, when they're in a, in a situation, in a plan to win a game, they have to make it a sweat. There was, they were up 14 nothing and a half. There was no reason, no way in hell, that that game should have got that close. And the fact that they let them walk down the field to potentially score, and I knew they were going to, I know Riverboat Ron was going to go for two and win the game. I know he would have done that. So the fact that they went up, it was almost a fucking 80-yard drive. I, I'm just, I'm done with the sweat for the Giants. But again, look, we look at it last year, 365 days ago, they were 5-1. 365 days later, they are 2-5. and five. Huge change, but at least there's a win. And especially when I was there, there's something to be happy about. Tyrod Taylor looked extremely formidable. I don't know what that says about Daniel Jones because I'm a Daniel Jones supporter. But <laughs> Me too. That's just a story to watch. But you are correct about the defense. And I don't know what y'all call him, Sexy Dexy, what y'all call that man. He be out there. He be around. There was a lot of sacks yesterday. He be around. And I'll tell you what, I mean, uh, I've been seeing some things from the commander community about Sam Howe. <laughs> I don't know if that's just emotional. I think it's just emotional. But I'll say this game was one of the trenches 100%. Saquon yep. being back was huge, but Giants actually, like, offensive line looked 
better. Defense line looked great. I think this game was 100% one in the trenches. Big divisional win to get some confidence going. Saquon looked good. We got Darren Waller in the end zone. Are you Bro, kidding it's me? It's literally like you had to just Sometimes talk about Sometimes it takes a number two to show that we can get this guy the ball for number one to come back in. He'd be like, all right. Because well, right. you know, if he can exactly do it, I can do right. it too. Because there's no reason why he shouldn't have been doing this all season. Seven for 98 for a tut. I thought this was going to be every single game. And that one big jail on high throw that was down on the side of the. That was um, a dot, by the way. A dot. And like finally, we're just giving that kid a chance to go get one. Right. Like, I thought, I, I listen, I might have been fried. I could have been a little inebriated off the alk. I don't know what was wrong with me. But I literally looked up when he made that catch, and I was like, is that Odell in the 13? <laughs> what the fuck? The crazy thing, though, with that play, too, is, like, some of the basket throws in back-to-back weeks that we've seen from Tyrod Taylor, I, I really would love to know if Daniel Jones could make that throw. I think he can. I, I don't know what he, the problem is. I don't either. But, that I mean, that one to Hyatt on the sideline, all the way I down think the that's field always in there. a fucking bread basket. We don't really see Daniel Jones air the ball out that much. It's kind of that dink and dunk, a lot of I mean, yard after see, catch, see, and he's mobile. I feel like Hyde's one of those guys, if he has one-on-one on the edge, you should just give him a you chance. You should give him a chance every time. AJ Brown, I mean, he's not AJ Brown, but I'm just saying, guys who are that deep, that he gets that chance by two, three times a game, give him a chance. Like, and so, I mean, it. look, he had that long was the 42-yarder there, and it's two catches for 75 yards. I mean, but like you said, they won the game because of – uh, because of their defensive line, huge amount of sacks yesterday. And going into this game, I actually had learned that Sam Howell has been sacked like the most 10 more that. times yeah. than fucking Daniel Jones. Yeah. So me bitching about the line for Daniel Jones, well, Commanders fans could be doing the same thing Dude, I've been for Howell. Some, I've been seeing some Sam Howell talk, and I've been mind-blown. Maybe, maybe I'm not too tapped in, but I'm mind-blown. I would have liked to see what Daniel Jones could have done in that in that game. But again... This defensive line and the defense as a whole, forcing a turnover, getting a pick was awesome. Just an exciting time to be there at MetLife Stadium. Let's move over at, to our prime time game. game. Yeah. We were right when I said that was going to be. Whenever we were, we talked about it on the preview show. I think it was you're like going like I'm like that might be the game. Nah, I think it was like I think it was week two. That was no, that was the yeah. Oh no, my God, that's right. It you said been, it that. Been like week you, two. That was the game that <laughs> you circled. Yeah, it was before before the league, the the season even started. Yeah, it was it was the preview show. It was the preview, yeah, the preview, preview show, show for the NFL season, <laughs> and you were like, "This is the game I'm circling." <laughs> and you know, seven weeks later, we finally got a win. Twenty-one point that. total. But no, it was it's still, like it was still a banger. It's like they 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 act like we don't know what the fuck we're talking about. I mean, I, I don't understand it. We like I like NFC East football. I think it was a banger. Yeah, it was. Uh, let's move to our. Uh, second team here in the NFC East, our primetime game last night, the Philadelphia Eagles hosting the 5-1 and one Miami Dolphins. They get a huge win in the Kelly Green, 31-17. to A.J. Brown, huge showing. How the hell does he keep doing it? Five, is it five games five in a row over 125? Over 125. It's, it's unbelievable. Yards. This dude is, is, is phenomenal. Little limpage happening from... Jalen Hurts, that yeah, was a little weird yeah, as well. He's, he's banged up. Way to get the job done, 31-17 Burks. I mean, listen, this is a, this is what you call a statement win. The defense allowed seven points or 10 points, whatever the fuck it was. I forget the exact number because he had the pick six. I think 10 points. Yeah, it was 10. Statement win. All this noise of 49ers this. Before that, it was the Cowboys. Even leading up to the weeks before that, it was Miami Dolphins. All these teams objectively look better than the Birds, supposedly, from everyone else in the world. Very, very large statement dub here. A little things to be concerned about. Some I really don't like. I can't. I just can't keep watching football games where we're averaging two turnovers a game. <laughs> I hope that gets cleaned up. But besides that, this is probably the, the, the best this team's played a complete a complete football team uh, win. Seeing Dallas got to get going in the beginning was huge. Um, I don't think enough people are giving credit to Sean Desai that he deserves. 
He's been calling excellent, excellent defensive plans every single game we get out here. And, I mean, listen, Tyreek Hill still got off, still affected the game a shit ton, but it, it, didn't, it didn't feel like video game Tyreek Hill out there. And he definitely didn't feel like, like Jalen Waddle and Mosher were getting off like the way they usually were. I had to get my hats off to Sean Desai because this is a game that, I mean, we won 31-17, but I wouldn't have been shocked and or mad at the defense or Desai if you told me we won 34-31 at all. And the fact that he helped 10, 10 points is, is a huge statement. Um, Listen, the birds are here. I'm not going to say the birds are back because you know, I've been saying these teams are better, but I think we can beat them all. And we're just proving points yet time and time again. And I don't know. Do you see the clip? I don't know if you saw the clip, but there's a guy on YouTube that was like, he's a Dolphins fan. He was watching the Brotherly Shove, and he was watching every Brotherly Shove, and he was getting pissed. I, I just, listen, man, at some point we're going to have to come to acceptance. You know what I'm saying? I'm not saying that y'all got to support it. I'm not saying I love it. I'm not, you know what I mean? But listen, if you find an exploit in the NFL, you're going to take it every single fucking time. It's like the same thing we saw in the NBA with people flopping the, with the pump fakes and getting their calls on threes and shit. Like, oh my God. Like, yeah, it's, it's horrible, I guess, objectively. But if, it were, if it's broke, don't fix it. Yeah, if it ain't broke, don't fix it, especially and for that brotherly shove. Seven for seven. The birds are six and one. The birds are the best team in football. I don't think there's much you can say about it. I really don't think there's much you can say about if it. If anybody was out there, that thought that they were gonna that the Dolphins were gonna win this game, I I, I Daily Hitman have, did. Daily Hitman did. I mean I don't understand. <laughs> Dude, that's always Taylor. Yeah, that's, always, that's funny. Yeah, bro. Because it makes no sense to me because they lost that tough game that really went down to coaching in my opinion in MetLife against the Jets. They were not coming back home on prime time on national television and losing to this team. This was one of the games we had to circle on the calendar. Speaking of circling games on the calendar, circling this one especially because this is now. After week two, after week three, now we're really circling it because we see what, how how good this Dolphins team is. And the Eagles just they got the job done. It's very that was very simple. They got the job done. Why was domination? Like sloppy. I mean, turnovers. sloppy domination though. But yeah, they, I mean the 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 last it was I think it was the second to last scoring drive when they made it twenty four. They went eight plays. 75 yards in 3 minutes and 47 seconds. And it looked fucking, honestly, in my opinion, it did not look like a great drive. And I'm, when they showed the, the time of possession on that drive, I'm like, wait a minute. They went 75 yards on 8 plays in 3 minutes and 47 seconds there? Because that didn't look like it. Then the next drive, they go like 7 minutes, 13 plays, 68 or 65 yards. And they just killed all the clock. And I'm like, see, that's a fucking drive. And Jalen Hurts closed the game with one of the coldest and probably one of the most clutchest those we've seen so far in the NFL this year. So I forget who the linebacker was. Oh, my God. But coming in free, Dodgers kind of gave one on the block. Knows he's about to get killed. A.J. Brown nearing double coverage. Drops an absolute dot in here. Doesn't have to move. And that's for anyone doubting Jalen Hurts on anything. Like, those are the like those are the plays where it's like, yeah, brain dead. But we keep winning. We're, <laughs> brain we're dead. six and one. We keep winning. My boy keeps doing his thing. It's I mean, self-explanatory. We're gonna be. We're, I got. We gotta like. Would you put? We gotta rank them. Would you put the Eagles above the 49ers now? I just said the best thing in football. And then would you put? Who would you be your three in the NFC? Would you go Lions at three then? Mm, probably have to. I like the Rams over them though, but they just lost the Steelers. Obviously, yeah. So, so the Lions. Let's move to the. Uh, let's jump around here. Let's move to the another one o'clock game. The Lions in Baltimore. I guess we gotta like pump the brakes on the Lions now. Thirty-eight to six, getting destroyed by Lamar Jackson. Four total touchdowns in a huge win against the Lions, 38-6. to Only points coming in the fourth quarter. Things to note as well. I mean, we're talking about the Lions being 5-2. and two. They were 1-5 after six games last year. Now what? Uh, it's, it, we're, we're like, 
this is I think this is time if we're Lions fans. Uh, hey, hey, hold on a second. Pump the brakes. Big dominant win, and you got to give some hats off and some credit to the Ravens here. I mean, Ravens are, are showing some life. Be, is that a top three team in the, in it's, the AFC? It's way more about the. I mean, look, the Lions were fucking five and one going into play the Ravens after the Ravens' offense have looked just. I mean, like the, I, I wasn't the only person questioning the Ravens' offense last week. Yeah. You feel me? That they walked into a a slaughterhouse. That Ravens team looked everything that we were waiting to be looked unlocked. That first game of the season looked unlocked. Now it took to week seven. It's all good. But I'm seeing first drive of the game. We we have read options with RPOs in tow with Odell. It took us seven weeks, but finally, and that shit looks good. It looks unstoppable. Holy shit! Like, listen, man. I don't. This win moves me way more with the, for the Ravens than it does about the Lions. Like the Lions are the Lions are coming this off of like I'm gonna say three straight, four straight wins, five and one for the first time in God knows how long. They were they were gonna walk into a setup at some point. They're just fine. I do personally think the Rams are better though. I I just think um I don't know. It's kind of like the Eagles 49ers thing or Eagles Dolphins thing. Like the records might end up being better or whatever, but I think in that when that matchup comes down to it. I, I like the Rams right now, but the Lions still they're still they're still fine. This is an ugly loss for them though. You hate to see it this way, but I like that the Ravens offense finally was showcasing everyone. Holy shit. Zay Flowers is catching 30 yard digs right. on the field. Mark Andrews is doing his thing. I got Rashad Bateman catching two or three passes in a row. Odell's getting his like good for y'all. Cause we was pumping the brakes last week. I wouldn't get back to the Facts, we were pumping the brakes. Oh, we were pumping on them. the brakes. I mean, that shit was bad, bro. That shit was bad. When I'm back. I'm, I'm, now Ravens right. look good. Also, like some sometimes you gotta pump the brakes so we can get you know what I'm saying? get back on track. I'm in Ross St. Brown, week in and week every out, game. every game. How are we like? When are we, we? We cannot just go past this every week. Every game. I mean, the, the the numbers of just just look at that. Not even the receptions for 13, 19 fucking targets is ridiculous. I mean, it's like he is unstoppable. Every single week, no, Jared Goff and and Amon Ross St. Brown have a connection that that needs to be discussed as as one of the top wide receiver uh, quarterback you know tandems in the league because uh, we just see it every week. Let's head over to the beatdown uh, and upset in New England. Mac Jones's team, the New England Patriots, who I was talking about last week as being arguably the worst team in football. <laughs> I think they still are. I still think they are. <laughs> Somehow. Upsets the Bills in a game they needed to win. That now now that means they are zero and two in divisional games. You know they beat one and two in divisional games. They beat beat down the Dolphins, lost to the Jets in Week One, and now they lose here. The divisional play from the Bills. That's three straight weeks in a row. Let's remember that a awful slow start in London against the Jags, which resulted in a loss twenty five twenty. Then you go home back home against New York. Awful slow start. End up winning that in a grinder game that they should have won that game by twenty fucking points. And then you come here and you lose in New England in a divisional game to the worst team in football. The Bills are in shambles. But I know there's going to be a lot of people that are going to say, well, that's still my team in the, that's still my top three team in the AFC. Get the hell out of here. It's 29-25. Some, it's some noise coming for Josh Allen head. And I, listen, I don't think, some, at least for me watching parts of Bills games this year, does it, it seems like they're trying to protect Josh Allen more. It seems like he's not, they're not trying to have him run, at least on design, runs as much. I definitely probably has been talking more for him to throw the ball out of bounds more and not run around like a, like a chicken with his head cut off. But me personally, I think when the Bills are at his at their best, he's playing with reckless abandon. And I think there's a line he has to straddle. Seven carries for 17 yards. 
Think about think about the runs they had in the playoffs when you were battling with the Chiefs or not. Think about last year when they actually had a decent year coming back down the stretch. It wasn't seven for seventeen. You know what I'm saying? Like, right. and I understand they're trying to preserve the guy, and I understand he can do dumb things with the football sometimes, but I think he's a double edged sword that you gotta just go ahead and let that burn you sometimes. Now on the patch. We was calling Belichick dead last week. I mean, I was calling Belichick dead last week. I was I, a lot of people were. I was trying to find out what was going on. His Robert Kraft life. even was ready to shop his ass. I was trying to find out everything was good at the crib. Like, you never doubt this man in the divisional game. A player he's played eight times at this point, I think, because Josh Allen's been starting for, what, three, four years? That's probably the eighth, sixth to eighth time he's seen Josh Allen off of losing by 30 at the crib. Like, damn, it was so perfect for the Patriots money line and we just missed it. <laughs> Shout out Mike Gesicki. Yeah. I think he's, he scored twice on National Titans. He scored once. I was, it was one. Yeah, once uh, he got once. in there. I was going to say, because I know Kenny had that once and twice. I know he had that once and twice. Yeah, Get Mike Gesicki for Titan Night. I mean, good W for the Pats. We can at least be happy for six days. Hey, can we, we talk They about- haven't been able to be happy for six days in a long time. They all can be happy for six days. The Pats can be happy for That's six right. days. It's a nice week to restore some order in the league. Can we talk about uh, Mac Jones? Not having a turnover in a football game, yeah, that's also a a, a win in itself. Step in the right direction. Jesus Christ, step in the right direction. Good win, way to go, Mac Jones, way to go. But again, I still think you guys are the the worst team in football. And I love but, to see. Do we see Giants versus uh, Patriots this year? Uh, we might. I actually. think I actually think we do. Fuck yes, I think we do. Like I want to actually look at. Let's that. go. <laughs> <laughs> do we? Because yeah, yeah, be... no, we do because we play the Patriots. Yeah. Yeah. November 26th. I think that's mm-hmm. after, that's the Sunday after Thanksgiving. So, Perfect. Okay. Um, that's going to be a fucking terrible, and it's going to be a good one to watch. Who the hell is going to watch that game? They win the Me, game. They're I'm not going to televise that. <laughs> They're not going to televise that. Um, okay, let's move on to the Indianapolis Colts. Now with the news of Anthony Richardson, we have to start thinking about this as well. Can Gardner Minshew be the guy the rest of the way? We still do not know that. The Colts moved now to 3-4 and four after this 39-38 loss to the Cleveland Browns in a game where Cleveland now moves back-to-back wins against last week's upset over the 49ers, and then you feed that momentum into this week with this win against the Colts. A lot of points scoring. Did not think the Browns were to come out here and bro. score, bro. 39-38 in a Browns-Colts game. Get the hell out of here. Pour one out for all my underbetters. Because what <laughs> the fuck is that? I don't know. I got P.J. Walker. <laughs> well, Deshaun Watson started the game. But he ain't hurt. I got Pete. Hope he's okay. Because they were saying, I hate when he gets hurt. I understand what he did, guys. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? I understand what he did. You saw the one tweet where they said he thought he was back on the, the table. Come on, man. Come on, man. Like, it's, yeah. I got P.J. Walker in the game. <laughs> I nothing on that. <laughs> I got P.J. Walker in the game. I got Gardner Minshew starting. Best defense in football. Another very good defense. You think this is a, a complete obvious under. Then out of nowhere, Gardner Minshew wants to put up 306. Dot the field up. I forgot. Oh, look. We got JT back. P.J. Walker was like the best third-string quarterback in the history of the NFL. This game ended up probably being the most entertaining game on the slate, in my opinion. At least from one I kept looking back and seeing. I think someone hit a big ticket on Jerome Ford first touchdown of the day. I had him in fantasy, too. You had Jerome Ford in fantasy? I mean, this ended up being the most guess. entertaining game of the day. I don't know how. I, I Listen, if Gardner... I got to make sure he holds a soft spot in my heart because of what he's done with the birds and I mean his service and whatnot. PJ Walker holds a soft spot in my heart because of his temple, for his temple ties. So there is some bias there. But goddamn, can we all appreciate clapping up for seeing the best game of the Sunday yeah, football yeah. cover? PJ Walker and Gardner. PJ Walker. Holy Gardner shit! Mitchell. 
You're not going to see that ever again. And, ever again. Yeah, you're exactly right. I mean, it's a it's a huge point. I think that the biggest thing there is for all our betters out there. Sorry. You are damn right about that. That under was. Are you serious? Oh my god. I mean, we're at we're at almost eighty points right there. Are you serious? From the fucking Colts and the Browns. Are you serious? Who's ever picking that? I know some people like alter that under up too, and like the little builder parlay. Like that's just disgusting. <laughs> that's right. All right, let's move into another divisional matchup in Tampa. Buccaneers, Falcons. I saw Lauren and the Bucket team. Booker yeah, showing the Bijan and shit. They got they got to meet Bijan. Hey. That was pretty cool. Lauren in her in the Texas uh, Bijan shirt or jersey. That was pretty cool. Bijan does not play. Head said head was hurting. Uh, Artie Smith said, "Okay, we'll take a look at that." But. Fourth quarter with 33 seconds left to go. <laughs> he gets the rock. He gets the rock. And it only causes a couple questions from the gamblers out there. Why the fuck weren't the lines adjusted? And B. John, and we know B. John Robinson said he hasn't feeling too well. Doesn't want to play. We don't adjust lines. Well, here's the deal. And y'all make sure he comes out and gets one carry. It's another week in the NFL where people are wondering if this is this thing rigged. Well, I, I don't blame them. But like, I don't either because. That technically means they can't void it now. No. Because he did play a snap. And that's what I was saying. Remember I was saying when we were talking about the Rams game and I was like, they don't rig the big time shit. They rig the shit you can't. Like you if you didn't bet that or if you weren't at least tuned in with the props on Sunday, you probably didn't even really peep. Like so that's all, I didn't under, I didn't peep at all until people started tweeting like, yo, BJ Robinson said he wasn't gonna play. They Artie post, Smith said he wasn't either. They posted his lines anyway, whatever. And he gets one carry in like with thirty seconds left in the game. So like I guess you can't void the bet because he got a Because he got a snap. Like that's insane. So like bro. all the unders, that's insane. It, it would have been a sweat. Like people that were pointing that out too. That's a sweaty play. Like they're oh, trying to, take that, yeah, take trying to get it, trying to get his under when yeah. as soon as they say he's out. Hell yeah. Now the fact that it wasn't voided at all pregame is also ridiculous. Because we all had the news knowing he wasn't going to play. But for the game standpoint, sixteen thirteen Falcons, Bucks. Uh, after starting relatively hot with yeah, new quarterback that, Baker I Mayfield, the Bucks had this one in the bag. Don't think they are really even uh, uh, going to be a competitive enough team to go after this division, regardless no, of where no, they no, stand no, right no, now. No, I no, I see that. I completely disagree. Because of shit like this, who's? I mean, what's it, what are the Saints to that? Well, Saints? they're lost. They're, Saints lost. They're lost on. So the Falcons, Foster Morrell, we're we're gonna the get Falcons that. Lead, <laughs> the Falcons lead the division. <laughs> the four and three, they gonna have to run it back. And listen, it took it. It wasn't it wasn't the Desert Raider heroics that I was mainly talking about, but it took a little bit of Desert Raider fourth quarter keeping the boats afloat to win this game. And then obviously Young Hoku and I forget the kicker's name for the Bucks, but they literally were having a kickoff in the second half. I think they both had three <laughs> of them. So uh, we'll see. The, we'll see this rematch, and it'll be interesting to see. But it's a really good. I think for the Falcons. Falcons also. This is what is like a lingering question. I feel like um, consistently now. Now that we're seven weeks in. They got to figure out how they are going to balance Tyler Algier, Cordaro Patterson, and Bijan Robinson. I mean, it's going. I think it's going just just fine. I don't. I, I'm. I'm. I'm just not. A, I mean, especially for guys that we we knew he that that Bijan was going to be that guy in the NFL. Especially for fantasy owners, you're just not going to see that. You know, no. 21 carries a game, 100 yards, touchdown, six receptions, 40 yards. I mean, we're putting up 28 points a week, 22, averaging 22 a week. We're just not going to see that because they have this triple-headed dragon monster of these three guys that they can use, where I don't know how what the usage is going to look like on a consistent basis week in and week out for B.J. Robinson. And, but then you can do th shit like that, where he barely plays, 
or he doesn't play at all, and you still have plenty of guys to step in there and do the job. Uh, I did. We are going to get to that Steelers game, but I do want to go back because we were talking about that division. I want to go back to Thursday night. I know it was Thursday. It was a while ago already. Jags Saints. Saints lose this one. Jags started early. 31-24. Jags started off early. Saints look like shit. Derek Carr looked like shit all game long, all night long. Avin Kamara, like, he is uh, unreal with how many every, times he catches the ball. He's everything. I mean, it's it's fucking ridiculous at this point. He's everything. Um, but then we 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 have to shine some light on it. I mean, Foster Moreau, we got to catch those. We got to catch those <laughs> in the end zone. We got to shine some light on it. I did like, uh, you know, I think it was Juwan Johnson and Alvin Kamara were, were kind of like consoling him after that after that happened. So that's great, you know, sportsmanship. You know, being a team leader there, that was great. Um, but look, I got the Saints of the future to win the fucking division. <laughs> we can't be losing games like this. Like the the these are our games. Came back, you had all the momentum right there in front of you. Blew it. Saints are, it's every week they continue to look, like, just shittier. We like It's like, what was that stat with the one-score games? What team was that? The Lions? No. What, what one year? I, I know one year we did this podcast, and I said, I remember the Cardinals lost, like, 11 of them. No, like one-score games. It's 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 just, it, it's getting out of control with the Saints, especially when I have them in the future. But look, <laughs> Jags, is that a top-three team in the AFC? Yeah, probably. You I know, mean, you go, what would you go? Would it go Chiefs? Dolphins? Would you go Jags and then Bills or Bills Jags? I feel like I you gotta go. I go Jags and Bills. I think Jags. Especially because they want to head to head too. Right. But I'd say this is a top three team in the division. And then, Travis Etienne just finds the end zone every fucking. Game. I love it. I love it. This is this. I need it. So, can we rank our locks of the week every single week? Yeah. Adam Thielen everything. Mm-hmm. Under it, who was the last? Who was the last? I'm in Ross St. Brown. I'm Ross St. Brown everything, and then it's Travis Etienne. I just, t- I guess it's just touchdown. It's just a touchdown. Just touchdown. Sure. Actually, automatic. And, and we can do Alvin Kamara receptions too. Yeah, because I mean, we're getting 14 targets and then 17 <laughs> carries. They treat him like Barry. They treating that man like Barry. I ain't mad at it. I hope his body's okay. Cause that's a little bit of damage. No bullshit. I hope his body's all right. Good to see Jamal Agnew back. I think he, we haven't seen him in the first uh, first full parts of the season because he's a problem in that offense as well. Good W for the Jaguars and a Duval. Yeah, in Duval. Yeah, and they all, remember they all said yeah, they said, right, they said I never heard this. Bro. I never fuck heard it. how it's, uh, how it's said like that. Fuck it. I'll come out there and say it again. <laughs> that one guy commented. He was like, <laughs> we were talking about the Duval chance and Manny was doing it. And some guy in the comments was like. I don't know. Like, I think you're saying it wrong, but I love it. <laughs> yeah, I'm saying it wrong, brother. I'm sorry. I'm an Eagles fan. <laughs> okay. Uh, let's go to the controversial ending here in Los Angeles. I did have the Rams money line yesterday. Uh, that didn't help out. Steelers get a big win here, 24-17. Kenny Pickett with no – it was just before the two-minute warning. There was two minutes and 18 seconds. They go forward and fourth and one. It looks like he stopped. It looks like he stopped, but somehow – they they rule him that he got the first down, and the the Rams are out of timeouts, so they can't they can't challenge the play because then risk you know losing losing that challenge and, and and losing that timeout. They can't risk that, so they just have to play it as it stands. If you watch the clip and you watch the video, he literally looks like he falls down at the line of scrimmage. I don't know how. So again, that's how the Rams lose. Bruh, I would have loved. Again, I would have loved for them to call him short. Just because if you go copy the brotherly shove, go all the way. Facts. I hate seeing this half-ass, I'm going to just send a wide receiver in motion and then put one wide receiver to, bro, if y'all want to copy the play, copy the play. Like, it's all yeah, like, yeah. like, just go ahead and run it, bro. Like, I hate when I see them half-ass and you get, of course you're going to half-inch for Kenny Pickett trying to run that play. 
And he definitely was short. He fell and down way fucking, too short. And that's fucking and it's that's just a horrendous way fucking, to fucking lose. That's disgusting. Horrendous way. Puka Nakua, do we have to have do we, is he in the lock list as well? Dude. We don't I don't know if we add him in yet. there because we have Cooper Cup back and we have to adjust with the what what are we doing, FanDuel with Cooper Cup and Puka Nakua? Because Cooper Cup got one for thirty one that game. Or what or, or two for twenty nine. Jesus fucking Christ. Oh, that's what I'm saying. I had him on fantasy. So that's just like a really tough Alright. That's it. That's it. We're gonna come back to Puka next week. If Puka hits next week, he might be the lock. Right. Well, the big thing lock. I do want to mention in this in this game as well. Wait, fuck. Oh my god. Is Jalen Hurts a lock for over 0.5 interceptions? <laughs> Chill. Oh fuck. It's one it's like that yes he has or no. Seven, bro. He has seven. He's, he's, he's at eight, I think. I think, he's, eight. I think he's now at eight. He's at eight, bro. Uh Deontay Johnson making his return. That was nice. Yeah, hell yeah. Good, really good Very to nice to see him back on the and field. George Pickens is and I like that George stuff. Pickens is still kind of solidifying. Nah, I would he's as, that, he's as, that guy. as the number one guy on that team. He's that guy. I know on the on a depth chart you mm. may see wide receiver one of Deontay. And 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 Pittsburgh, I know I'll be coming for y'all man's Kenny Pickett. I'm gonna let y'all know hundred percent officially I'm gonna lay off Kenny Pickett. I'm gonna give him some time. I'm a Kenny Pickett <laughs> fan. I was drawn. I was trying I was I was being like the people that I don't like, that they want to see something really telling you, man. exciting and really fast in week two. I was wrong. My bad. What I don't like though that y'all be doing, why are we loud about Najee Harris? I know. Jalen Warren is not better than Najee Harris. I know. Can we settle that right? Like Jalen Warren is not better than Najee Harris. Pittsburgh fans. Period. The end. Next I need game. to I need to mention this on the Steelers too and this Rams team. The Rams it was this was like halfway through the third quarter. Eight eight minutes left of the third quarter. We're up 17-10. And then you get 14 unanswered on you. Yeah. So regardless of that play call and that that bad that bad you know call decision whatever oh, happened on fourth and one we got TJ Watt pucking should have never ever got to that point yeah. if we're the Los Angeles Rams that would have been a huge win we would have moved to four and three on the season would have been great but you know what Steelers I mean I guess that's a win there for for you guys to stay in the running for that really toss up in the air of of this AFC North division let's move to the Seahawks now. In Seattle, the Seahawks win 20 to 10. A, another division. I mean, is, was this division matchup? It was. Week matchup. seven I, division I, I matchup. I do fuck with it. Seahawks, Cardinals, 20 to 10 for the Seahawks in this one. Kenneth Walker had a big day. He didn't get in the end zone, though. And I was playing him in fantasy. So thank you for that. I did like nice. the unis. You see that that picture there? The unis with the gray pants. Uh, big win there. I mean, again, the, the Cardinals. Are we putting them as the worst team, or is it still no, it's, it's no, the Patriots? No, no, they're way, the Patriots. The Cardinals are way over the Patriots. You shit me? Or the Cardinals were giving people games? This was I know. This was like a, a gave the Giants a game. This was a game. Like the Ste- the Steelers had to go get this one. We got Jackson Smith and Jigba getting the first touchdown. That was probably a very nice catch. Do not know, know. what the odds were on that, but I just don't understand why every week I continue to say it's time and time again. But I'm just missing the whales. Dude, me too. Just missing the whales. I don't know why. As soon as DK was ruled out, why? Why I'm not just saying? Why am I not going to hammer JSN? This could happen. It could just happen. It's just stupid. It's stupid. Kenneth Walker, you were right about Kenneth Walker because there's a couple weeks where he. Dude, um, can we talk about this Fanduel? Can we talk about this Fanduel? Uh, Kenneth Walker was minus two twenty five to get in the end zone yesterday, and guess who the fuck didn't get in the end zone yesterday? Kenneth Walker. What is that? That's disgusting. Can that Jake Bobo got in the end zone? Being Not Kenneth Walker over minus two hundred to score absurd, a touchdown absurd, absurd. is ridiculous. Yeah, that is outrageous. How can we talk about that? No, that's absurd. Oh is my it, god! If you have a McCaffrey in that range, that's absurd. They don't even have McCaffrey there. Like minus minus two twenty. I ended up putting him in this lay, and it went down minus one seventy three. So he's still minus one seventy three to get in the end zone. What are we talking about? Untouchable. But not a great game. I mean. 
Good win. Scam duel. Like, yeah. <laughs> Scam duel just doing what they do, man. Oh, man. FanDuel's not going not gonna to like us after this one. This is uh, week in, week out. We keep seeing it. Moving on now to Denver in the Mile High City of Denver, Colorado. The Broncos beat the Packers here 19-17. Shout out. I know I saw a couple things. I think Stu Finer from Barstool, I think he had. I saw a clip. He had Broncos money line. So if there's anybody oh, out boy. there that had Broncos money line yesterday, I'll give you that because there was no my way. Man, no, my, man, my man, the pen. That I've been putting the parlays yeah, in. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And he had Broncos money line, too. I remember he put that in. You see that clip? My man in the pen in jail. You didn't see that clip? Oh, my God. And he had the he had the parlay? Yes. Oh, my. He, he ain't hit last week. Bro, I saw He has a Discord now. I swear to God. He has a Discord. Well, he I think he that parlay was plus 2,600 or something. And, I, and didn't he say in that video, like, put 500 on? Yes. Like, dude, cash like 18K from that. Yes. Like, what the fuck? I don't know what the fuck's going on over there, but he did have Broncos money line this week. Good bet. <laughs> Jordan Love looked good till he didn't. <laughs> Is that every week? Just, nah, nah, because it was just, we don't make that. That was just a bad decision at the end of the game. I know how I feel about Jordan Love. But, I mean, I guess it's good to see the Broncos getting back in the wing. Like, I, this is just another ugly game. That's just why I didn't want to touch this game at all. This is literally no, like, no, not with a 10 for pull. I was, gonna th- I was thinking under. Low number, though. I had Dev text me, you know, Broncos are in my... And my money line lay, and I'm like, why are you even going anywhere near that game? Yeah. I mean, there's nothing really. There was they nothing special. They got to win money at some point, I feel like. I, just looking, I mean, just strictly looking on the box here, nice to see Cortland Sutton stats there. Um, they be sleeping on Cortland Sutton. And, and hey, look, uh, so did, does, are we still going to talk about Jerry Judy like uh, Steve Smith Sr. was doing? That's a good week. That's a, that's a solid game. That's Five receptions, 64 yards. Hey, we can build. It's, this is like we're building momentum for growth. To go a little bit higher, so then we don't have to get shit on anymore That's because he's what? What did he call him? A jag? Yeah. Just a guy? I don't, I don't know. know if that's necessarily true about Jerry Judy, but I don't know if that's necessarily true about that either. Yeah. <laughs> I don't think he's just a guy. I think uh, it's just a situation. It's, yeah. he's, he's he's a little bit more than just a guy. It's also the situation he's in. But hey, there's other quarterbacks out there. There's other receivers out there doing it with shittier quarterbacks. Definitely can say that 100%. for a fact. Uh, last couple games here. Is this our last game? I think this is our last game. No, we got we got the the Raiders. The Raiders. Let's go there first. Oh god. The Chicago Bears. What like this I hate team? That I called it. This team just makes me laugh every week. I hate that I called it. Thirty to twelve, big win over the Raiders. But this team is so hot and cold. It's it's laughable. We go that Thursday night game. That was two weeks ago now. Thursday night. Against the Commanders in Washington, put up a 40-piece, 42 points. DJ Moore scoring three times. The next week, we barely could score a touchdown. And then you come back home, and it's 30-12. to 12. What? Dude. Without Justin Fields. What? I hate that I called it, but with this Tyson badging, someone help me. I'm sorry. I'm really sorry. <laughs> I know you want to be too high. No, I know you want to be too high. Like, I'm so sorry. And I literally listened... I promise you, I, no, no bullshit. I watched part of the game. I even watched his highlights to listen to the announcers say his name before I got on the show to like remember how See, it was pronounced. That's real fucking dedication. Right and there. I literally already forgot. And I'm just going back to saying Tyson Badgett. I'm sorry, bro. <laughs> I hate that I called I this. Find that clip. I hate that I called this. Because to me, to be honest, what Tyson Badgett's doing, he's just being a really good backup quarterback. I'm watching the game. It's a lot of running the ball. Deontay Foreman's 
I mean, that's been my guy for the last couple of years of the podcast. Yeah. I think he's a formidable running back in the week for any team. Yeah. Had a hell of a game. I, I think he's just doing his job very well as a backup quarterback. I hate that it's going to get loud because my man fucked his hand up. But in my opinion, from what I've at least seen the last two weeks of just, I'm going to be honest, Bears fans, spotty and red zone coverage I've seen of your games, I think Justin Fields should still be the starting quarterback. I didn't think this would be the game I was going to get something out of. And I didn't really get too much out of it. I really didn't. I don't, I, he made some throws. He gets the crowd hype. They get behind him. But I think that's what you get out of your back. I think that with any good backup quarterback on the team, that's exactly what you get. I think Justin Fields is still the guy. Now, on to the Las Vegas Raiders. The game of the backup quarterbacks. Um, No Jimmy G. Josh McDaniels has to go. <laughs> yeah. No, he, like he ha like he has to go. <laughs> I, I I I think this team has been through in the last five years. I don't know how many quarterbacks they've been through. Now brought in Devontae Adams. You've had Josh Jacobs. Something is there's more things wrong here than Derek Carr. Oh, yeah. You know what I'm saying? I think Josh Daniels has to ask some questions. I mean, we gotta ask some questions in that front office because I mean obviously they're three and four. I think it's gonna go like this though for them. It's, I mean, it's only obvious, um, and I think there's going to be some major questions raised toward Josh McDaniel's side as the season progresses. I think he deserves a good bit of the blame. I mean, it's not like it's getting any easier. I see L for the Raiders. L L. Look at this. Raiders next next next. What is that? Six weeks of football. Losing four in a row in Detroit. Home against the Giants. Home against the Jets. In Miami. Home against the Chiefs. Home against the Vikings. In LA against the Chargers, home against the Chargers, and then back to Kansas City for the Dog, for, the, for the Chiefs. They dead. better they dead. hope and pray they oh split. Which they they better hope and pray they split with the New York teams. Hope and pray because they don't. Where's the win? Where's the win? Where's the win? Vikings, Vikings, and probably uh, they have a better chance against the Giants too for sure. But after y'all feeling good, both 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 both. And here's the thing with Saquon's the, back. Darren Wilder's feeling the picture in both, his hands again. Both the New York teams. Have great defenses, which was also how they were able to get past the Eagles. I mean, Lions are. I mean, Lions. Can you, can you, can you, Raiders are dead. Yeah, Josh McDaniel might not have a job by Christmas. I was gonna say by December. <laughs> he might yep. not have a job on Christmas. Hey, so uh, you better tell the kids that the uh, Christmas presents might be a little light this year. Yeah, <laughs> going back. That's terrible. Nah, that's the, nah. He, he can pull the finesse. Nah, he pulls the finesse. Go, go get the bag. Go be uh, the same offensive coordinator. I'm saying Bill Byron probably gonna move on. Go be a saving offensive coordinator for a couple years. I feel like that's the best incubating. Like, damn, I fucked up my last gig. Let me go call Savings like, off. Let me go call Savings offense. Lay low like for a little last bit. Resort. Yeah. yeah, work my way back. Get to me the, off the hot seat. Yeah. Right. Which it's it's and Sean Payton's gonna be next. Yeah. <laughs> all right, let's go to our last game of week seven of this NFL season. Thanks for joining us today for all of this on YouTube and Apple Podcasts and Spotify. The Chiefs in Kansas City at home. Against a divisional week seven, that's what it was, against the Chargers, 31-17. A huge game from Travis Kelsey, 12 catches for 179 yards and a touchdown. Like, are you fucking kidding me? Can we talk about this, Are you this, fucking though? kidding me? I'm getting a little sick and tired of this Taylor Swift me bullshit. Too. Because now we're showing stats. Like, Adam Schefter tweeted this morning, and he's like, the facts are the facts. This is what he said. Facts are facts. When Travis Kelsey is playing a game when Taylor Swift is in attendance— He's averaging like 104 yards or 101 yard yards per game. Okay. When she's not in attendance, it's 44 or 47 or 45, something like that, yards per game. And he's like, facts are the facts. And I'm like, you got to be kidding me. That because she's there, he's, he's averaging 60 more yards a game. Get the hell out of here. It's just the fact that 
Patrick wants to throw to him. He's getting the ball 12 times a game. Of, sure, of course he should have more than 45 yards a game. It, I, I, I'm getting sick and tired of it. I heard that Brandon Staley was a defensive-minded coach. I think we need to, like, fire defensive coordinators after games like this. How does Travis Kelsey have 12 for 180? <laughs> Just nuts. In a divisional matchup, this probably – I mean, we got it. Obviously, that guy's different. I know he's different. And I, I wouldn't be that mad if it was 12 for 88 or 95, how it was with Tyreek Hill. Tyreek Hill had 11 for 88. It's like, all right, he still got off. 12 for 180 is absurd. What is it for the Chargers right now? I've been so hopeful for this team for the last two years. Yep. I feel like every single season, it's usually this matchup that starts to move their season downhill a little bit or at least shake it up a little bit. I feel like the season has just looked completely ugly way before this game even happened. I don't know. I think Brandon Staley's time might be up in Los Angeles. That's wow. my take out of this game. And also, we got I completely agree with the Travis Kelsey shit. Um, when 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 Valdez Scantling scores and when Demarcus Robinson gets a catch or like, what are we doing, guys? Like, can we let like I like Marquez Valdez Scantling score a touchdown? Rasheed Rice scored a touchdown. Their families are probably there. They worked their asses off to see those guys get to the fucking league. Can we at least pan to them families? Like, we don't got to yeah. pan to Travis we're, Kel- we're, we're, Travis Kelsey's girlfriend every time someone does something good. Like, I, and did you see the, the one I was clip? trying to ch- Like, I was trying to be off it, but it's like, damn. Did you see Brady Mahomes was holding her baby and... That's cool. Y'all go do and, thing. And Taylor Swift is, like, taking videos and dancing. They have a fucking handshake. Did you see that? That's cool. Do y'all What's think? going on? We just don't have to. We, we don't have to see it. See, I mean, CBS, we don't we have don't, to see it. CBS don't have to hit the oh button. God, I'm not a hater. I'm I, not a generational CBS hater. CBS just don't got to hit the saying, button. It's cool. We don't have to sit here and, and show her every play, it's every cool. minute when we yeah. can. And then like that's number one that pisses me off. But number two is the including her in these statistics. That's, it's just utter absurd. bullshit and not fair to that's football absurd. players. Okay? It, when she's in attendance, they do this better. That this so and so has this many yards, and so and so has this many yards. I don't want to hear any of that bullshit. You can show her on the TV; I'll still be pissed off, but don't include her in the stats. Uh, big win for the Chiefs. I mean, I, I'm more I was more cared about the, uh, you know, about that than the actual no, game. That shit is absurd. Um, I, I also in the in my guillotine league that I'm in picked up Austin like Austin Eckler from waivers this week. Um, since you know that whole team gets eliminated, so I bid on him to get him. Uh, I mean, we need more than six points a game. Yeah. Okay. To stay, to I mean, stay. People, a lot, a lot of, a lot of betters, a lot of fantasy owners were not happy that Joshua Kelly was the guy. Yeah. Apparently. Apparently. Yeah, a lot of people were not happy about that. Apparently. We and uh, th- those are our <laughs> week seven reactions. Teams we did not discuss this week that were on the bye: the Bengals, the Cowboys, the Titans, Jets, Panthers, and Texans. Who we will all be getting to next week. If you did watch this. On YouTube, make sure to drop a like, comment, and do not forget to hit that subscribe button so you don't miss out on on any. Oh my God, fucked up there. So you do not miss out on any uh, new reaction shows and new podcasts. The Fightings are playing tonight in game number six of the NLCS at Citizens Bank Park. We know a plenty of amount of people that are going to this game. Very excited for them and what the Phillies can do tonight. Win, and we will see you in the World Series. The rematch, I think. Uh, yeah, I think it. I think it's going to be. But Texas uh, tonight, uh, last night, Adolis Garcia saw the stat today. Massive, they got that last uh, night. I also hate ESPN stats for all this stuff. I know we're getting out of here, guys. But they're saying that Garcia is the first 
person, player in, in MLB postseason history to hit a home run after striking out four straight times before in a postseason. I'm like, wow. is that a stat that really fucking matters? That's some baseball shit. Like, That's just a baseball. That's some does baseball that, shit. Does that matter? No. Like, come on. That's some baseball shit. But man. so Rangers huge, huge win last night. So uh, I I do think if I I don't even know if I'm a Phillies fan, I don't really want any of those teams. I want the rematch. Everybody wants the rematch. I, the rematch. I, I mean, I think the Rangers are better to be honest. So do I. But Houston also in the playoffs just knows how to turn it on. I mean Friday Jose night. Jose Altuve having zero reaction to what he did was insane. Yeah, I mean, the three run homer on Friday night to put them up in the top of the ninth insane. inning really just pissed me They're off. They're saying he's better than Jeter now. Of course they. Are. Can you argue that? I don't know. I don't know. It's a new comment. It's a new topic for another day, because I, I, I just can't wrap my head around talking about anything good about the Houston Astros. I never will. I don't think. Um, but yeah, if you did watch this on, uh, or if you did listen to this on Spotify or Apple Podcasts, again, we we know who you guys are—the loyal listeners Actually. that listen on Apple Podcasts. We know who the fuck you are, so we really fuck with you. We really appreciate you. Uh, drop those ratings for us. They do help us a long, long way. And if you want to connect with us on our all our social media platforms, our Twitter is at ADED Podcast. Our Instagram is at ADED Pod. And our TikTok is simply just the name of the show. It's been an absolute ride on this Monday afternoon in October after week seven. You've been listening and watching to the All Day Everyday Show with Daughter AJ and Manny Ruffin. Alex Jacobs and Manny Ruffin signing off from week seven. We'll see you in week eight. NLCS and ALCS game six and game seven is tonight. It's, we're about to see better them at the bank. We'll see you in the World Series. Fuck, I can't believe it.